Hi, and welcome to episode 64 of the Giants of the Faith podcast. My name is Robert Daniels, and I'm the host of the show, where we look at the lives of Christians that have made an impact for the kingdom of God over the last 2,000 years. Over the next five episodes, we're going to be tracing the chain of faith from a little-known Sunday school teacher, Edward Kimball, to the most impactful Christian evangelist of the 20th century, Billy Graham. As we connect each of these men, we'll do well to consider what sort of impact our own humble service can have for the kingdom. Edward Kimball was born on July 29, 1823, in Rowley, Massachusetts, to parents Richard and Elizabeth Kimball. As a boy, Kimball considered a career in the church, but eventually followed his father into the family business as a public school teacher in Rowley. In 1846, Kimball moved to Boston and set up shop with two other men and formed the Kimball, Felt, and Wentworth Carpet Company. In this capacity, he became the first traveling salesman for a carpet dealer in the U.S. While in Boston, Kimball married Emma Jane Henchman in 1850. The couple had four children, and the Kimballs also joined Mount Vernon Congregational Church, and Edward took up the role of a church officer, and he also served as a Sunday school teacher to teenage boys. And it was in that capacity where Kimball started the chain of faith that we're going to follow for the next couple of episodes. One day in 1854, his class was visited by a young Dwight Lyman Moody. Dwight's father had died when Dwight was only four, and though he'd been to church throughout his childhood, church for him was always of the non-Orthodox Unitarian variety, and he was not particularly interested nor was he a particularly good student. Kimball asked the class to turn to a chapter in John, but Dwight did not know where John was, so he just opened to the beginning of the Bible. The class laughed at his ignorance, but Kimball took pity on the boy and handed him his own Bible, open to the correct page, and asked Dwight to read the passage. This small act of kindness really impacted Moody, he would later say, and it was what encouraged him to continue attending the Sunday school class. Kimball was a man dedicated to his students, and he determined to be intentional with each one of them. He prayed over them, and he took a personal interest in them, and in April of 1855, he visited Dwight at the Holton Shoe Store, where he was stocking packages. Kimball told Dwight how much God loved him and how the gospel should be personal for him, and it was during this conversation between a concerned Sunday school teacher and a 17-year-old kid that D.L. Moody became a Christian. I will hear more of this story in the next episode, But just know that Moody went on to preach to over 100 billion people worldwide through his various ministries. But Kimball's story of faith doesn't end there. In 1868, he and his family moved to New York for work. Now tragedy struck in 1870 when Emma Jane died. And two years later, Kimball married Laura Harris. Then, after the Great Chicago Fire, Kimball and his family moved to Chicago in 1872 where he took a job as an office furniture salesman. This job required him to travel, and it was during a work trip to Northern California in 1877 that the course of the rest of Kimball's life was set. Kimball's spirit was troubled when he heard that several area churches were suffering under tremendous debt, and inspiration struck. He devised a plan to help churches rid themselves of debt, and he presented his idea to the congregations of these churches. He told them how debt was a hindrance to Christian work and ministry, and he showed them that, by faith, they could bring their churches out of this crushing debt that so bogged them down. What he proposed was take the total amount of debt, divide it up into reasonable chunks, then take those chunks and turn them into subscriptions that individual church members or families would agree to pay on. And thus he spread the load of debt among the whole congregation over time, 
and so the whole of a church's debt could be accounted for in a single afternoon. He used this method for church debts of anywhere from 2000 to 110000 and it worked. It worked so well, and Kimball was so committed to the cause, that he quit his job in 1879 and took up the work full-time. Dozens of churches all over the U.S. became debt-free thanks to the exhortation and methods of Edward Kimball. He worked at the problem until his death, raising over $15 million during that time, and he was hailed by newspapers as the modern Moses, leading churches out of the wilderness of debt. Now, $15 million is a lot of money, but if you count for inflation, we're talking about half a billion dollars today. Kimball died peacefully on June 5, 1901, in his son's home at the age of 77. Through the impact he had on D.L. Moody and his work with church finances, Kimball did great things for the kingdom, and he is definitely a giant of faith. Next episode, we'll look at Moody's life as we continue the march toward Billy Graham. Thanks for listening, and God bless.